Relevant content for our members by our members. This is TMC Connect. All right. Happy Friday, everybody. Yeah, Friday. We'll give everybody a couple of minutes to get logged in and then we will get started. All right, while we're getting started or while we're waiting for everybody to get logged in, um, I, Larry, can I ask you a quick question? Sure. I don't want to, I don't want to do that one, but while everybody's getting logged in, I'm going to, I'm going to pause on it. Okay. Uh, and we'll, we'll do it a little bit afterwards. Um, Rob, you want to tell everybody where you're at today? Well, there's a quick, well, hold on. There's a question in the chat room. Don't, don't ask it. Don't ask ah, it. Mark. Mark. <laughs> and that's not Mark. a question that I would ever I, ask. Mark, I'm, I'm trying to catch up to you, Mark. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm in the, I'm in the un, um, unglamorous Austin Austin. Yeah, Austin was earlier this week. Orlando Airport, looking at a nice view of some thunderclouds. <clears throat> but Melissa, um, I, I forget. Did I did I promise not to sing you happy birthday or promise not to mention it was your birthday? What did I promise not to do? It uh, doesn't matter now. <laughs> okay, well, let's just say I promise not to sing you happy birthday. Okay, okay. There you go. All right. <laughs> Happy birthday, Melissa. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And so, and so you, you said before the show began that you're going to an escape room in Austin. Yeah. Is that something you wanted to do for your birthday? Yeah. It's something that we do as a family all the time. It's, it's a kind of good puzzle solving and, you know, kind of family bonding and, um, yeah, so we we like to go do that, and it's it's a short, like condensed period of time, so <laughs> you can get it all done in an hour. Have you? Did you ever read or see see the movie The Da Vinci Code? I did. So I've never been in an escape room. If you if you fail, do you lose one of your children or a husband or something that you, they no. they, never, they never turn up again? Or no, it doesn't it, it doesn't turn deadly. In the South, they might go bless your heart, but they, um, for the most part, they they try to set you up to be able to get out in in time. <laughs> yeah, there's there's no uh, firstborn children, you know, firstborn son that you have to give up or or anything like that. It's just fun. I'd like to give up my firstborn son sometimes. Anyway. Oh no, you would not. No, you would not. No, right, I would not. Go ahead and get us started. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Uh, happy Friday to all of you. Uh, we are um, Rob Crisman. Thank you for joining us. Larry Bashara. Yep. Did I say it right? Okay. Thank you so much. Uh, Larry is here to join us. Uh, he is the president of John Adams Mortgage and Total Home Lending. And we have some really great things he's going to share with us today. Um, before we get started, if you have not already, make sure that you uh, subscribe to our 
YouTube channel. Um, and you can also kind of follow us through the TMC Connect, uh, you know, searching for TMC Connect in your podcast as well. I uh, would love to connect with you guys and, and have you listen to us um, today or if you cannot join us live. But uh, okay, let's go ahead and get started. Um, Larry, why don't you tell us a little bit about John Adams Corgan from Total Home Lending yes. and this amazing relationship that you have uh, with Real Estate One? Yeah, so thank you. Thanks for having me, Melissa, and good to see you, Rob, and, and everybody. Um, so uh, John Adams Mortgage uh, and Total Home Lending uh, is owned by Real Estate One. Real Estate One is a, our family of companies, is a third-generation family-owned company. And the real estate side started back in 1929 um, by the current owner's grandfather, uh, Staunton Elsie. And then in around in the 50s or so, um, the current owner's father started in the business, Mr. Elsie. And in the 70s, uh, decided it would be a good idea to, to have one-stop shopping. One-stop shopping, um, meaning a mortgage company, a title company, an insurance company. So in 1972, started the mortgage company. 1973, he started our title company. And in 1975, a property and casualty company, insurance company. And over the years, it's evolved. And we have investments company. We have a rental management company. Um, and um, in total, Real Estate One has about 1,900 real estate agents. And on the mortgage side, we have about 92 employees plus other employees as well. Things have nice. evolved and changed over the years for sure. That's very, very cool. That's a great story. Uh, I, Larry, I had a question about uh, warehouse lending. Okay. Uh, you know, that's a concern. Liquidity is always a concern. The, the, the quickest way to cut off a vendor or a lender is to cut their liquidity, uh, namely through the warehouse line. And a lot of lenders right now are looking at their P&Ls over the last several months or several quarters and not seeing a lot of profits. There's a lot of red out there. When a warehouse lender <clears throat> looks at you, and you don't have to go into too far into the specifics because you're a privately held company, but when a warehouse lender looks at you, do they look at your other business lines and include those in the total PL? And if if so, cool. If not, cool. But how are you dealing with this warehouse environment where, uh, for example, Comerica has left and you're looking for a replacement? What's the, what's the attitude that you're seeing with warehouse lenders right now? Yeah. So yeah, we, we had Comerica and, and uh, we also have M&T bank, both terrific partners. Unfortunately, you know, the unfortunate part with Comerica was a, a, a banking issue, I think not a, a warehouse lending issue, but um, so we're going through the process of finding a replacement for Comerica and, and they look at just us uh, on our own merit. They don't look at the entire family of companies. And one of the things that we're going to be talking about a little bit more today, too, is, is about relationships. So one thing that we have found is when, when you have a, a strong relationship with a warehouse bank, they understand your track record, they know your track record. And when you're looking at a new warehouse lender, they look for different things. But I think any of us on this call, on, the, on this caller is an independent mortgage banker, you need to be able to show strength in tough times. And, and that's what um, that's what we're able to do. And that's what I'm sure many of many of the members are able to do because 
of how long you've been in business or, or the strength that your P&L show or your financial show or your net worth shows. Um, so they, they do look at things pretty aggressively, but I think uh, when you're able to stand on, on the merits of your financials and, and your net worth and uh, your, your, your um, strength in the industry and how long you've been around, I think that speaks volumes. For us, so do we've been around fifty years, so we've seen a lot of different recessions and and wars and you name it. So, I was just going to say, so your tenure in the industry must really be a benefit, whereas a lot of lenders, I would say, haven't been around more than five or ten years, don't have that that history to uh, to use. Are what is the what's the What's the shopping list like out there? What's the what's the selection list like in terms of warehouse banks that are going to replace a Comerica for a small to mid-sized lender? Uh, limited. Um, it's it's very limited. Um, there's a lot of great companies out there, but as much as they're interviewing us, we need to interview them as well. I mean, there's companies, um, banks out there that. For, from a warehouse lending perspective, may not make it on their end either. So we have to do our due diligence as well and check them out. Um, but the the choices are slim. But there's still a lot of lot of very good lot of very good companies out there. Yeah. So it's not like it's not like the uh, like like the, the joke about the woman who moves to Alaska, where the what is it the the odds are good, but the goods are odd kind of thing. Um, <laughs> Haven't heard anyway. <laughs> what you hadn't heard that one? No. No. I thought you were gonna no. say I thought you were gonna say something about you know the last one that leaves turn the lights off or something. <laughs> no, no, no. The about the about the life a single woman in Alaska where the 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 odds are good, but the goods are odd. So okay. <laughs> I'm gonna no, I'll, stay, I'll be here all week. <laughs> try, try Can I get us back try to the bridge? bridge? <laughs> Anyway, so back, so back to you guys. <laughs> so, uh, Larry, so the I'm, I'm coming off of a time in, in Austin, Texas, where, uh, you know, building is uh, we were talking with Melissa building is going gangbusters there, residential units, especially on the west side of campus, where I still own my son's uh, condo there. Uh, it's just, you know, skyscrapers going up in terms of building. And, uh, you know, I, I was riding a, uh, riding a scooter. I actually, I mean, I like riding scooters, you know, bird or lime or whatever. And I was riding one Tuesday afternoon because it was so hot and I didn't want to walk back. And I'm looking around scootering down the main drag and I'm thinking, man, there's a lot of building going on here. And the, the campus and the school obviously can absorb some of that, but, Obviously, inventory is a huge issue. It certainly a, a was a discussion topic here in Orlando, Florida, at the uh, Florida Association of Mortgage Professionals event. Are you, you know, we've got this double whammy of interest rates staying high, no inventory. How are you encouraging your originators, if at all? I mean, what what kind of mindset? I understand probably what kind of mindset they might be in, but but what kind of how are you seeing them through this tough time? Well, um, 
it's it's not easy, but you have to keep them encouraged from the standpoint of of helping them out, giving them ideas, giving them support. Um, uh, any any lead possible, try and try and disperse out to them. Um, we need to be salespeople too, helping them with their realtor relationships and, and going into their offices more and, and helping them speak to to realtors both inside their real estate offices and, and external real estate agents. Um, but just continued support. You know, one of our uh, we, every year we have a, a slogan, so to speak, that we live by. And this year was to um, from a company standpoint to retain, recruit, and support. And so we wanted to retain those loan officers and, and operations people that we have. We wanted to recruit more. And from an operational standpoint, we wanted to support the loan officers, fast closings, good quality underwriting, et cetera, um, but also operationally support one another. So it's just it's just an all hands on deck mentality um, and, and not leaving, not assuming anything. Um, you know, we, we don't want to assume somebody's doing okay because they just came off of two great years. We don't want to assume that, um, somebody's, if, even though they say, yeah, I'm doing okay. Well, you'll, you'll, you just want to always check up on them. And, and so just constant, constant support. That's really what it boils down to. Yeah. You always have to, to look beyond the headlines. And, um, when my mom was alive, I'd say, you know, mom, how was the hamburger? Fine, which was basically the kiss of death. Mm-hmm. You know, fine. Uh, well, that that meant you know lousy. Um, but that's pretty neat that you have a, a a slogan a year. I I have the same thing where year after year, I my slogan is, Rob, get your lazy butt out of bed at four in the morning. Um, which sometimes sometimes that works, sometimes it doesn't. Um, but yeah, do you have you had a lot of pressure from originators in terms of bringing new products on board? The you know Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, FHA, VA can only go so far. Now it seems like originators want like the whole rainbow of of products. How do you how do you determine what makes sense and what doesn't, and how do you uh, you know what kind of input do you get from originators on that? A lot. We we when we ask realtors too what they're looking for and what what they're seeing and hearing out there. Um, I think in in a in a market like today, you, you need to be able to offer everything, even if it's even if you're going to close less than five five of those type that type of loan a year, whether it's DSCR loans or any sort of non QM bank statement products. We need to be able to offer all of that because. Similar to us getting approved in other states, which we are now um, approved in seven other states, even if it's one loan that that originator can write extra per year, it means a lot. It means a lot to them. So that goes to the support aspect of of being able to support them, being able to talk to referral partners and realtors about all these different products, a suite of products that they might have, that we have, that they can offer. So it's very important to be able to offer all of those, even though you do very few of them. Well, it also, it helps the realtor too, right? They they have one place they can go instead of knowing, you know, I can go to John Adams Mortgage for this, but I have to go to XYZ for something different. Yeah, we don't want anybody else in our, we, we, I, I call it, I don't want anybody in my kitchen. I don't want anybody... 
inside inside our, our 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 walls if at all possible so if the more we can offer the better so you <laughs> go ahead sorry melissa go ahead no no go ahead I was going to say, so you obviously have, you know, being a part of a real estate company, right? Um, you have this kind of captive audience of realtors that are just ready and willing and able to send you all of this business, right? It's it's that easy, isn't it, Larry? Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> no, it's not. Um, we um, uh, the, the perception is that we sit back in our in our in our office, um, you know, feet kicked up and, and, and getting all these leads that come in. That's the perception that, that people have, but actually we, and we, we, we welcome this. What I'm about to say, we welcome uh, being part of the real estate one family of companies. And, and um, we are held to a much higher accountability and, and we, we have to show up every day. It's not um, listen, both having a cat, being a captive loan officer and not a captive loan officer comes with challenges both ways, but I would never change it at all. I would never switch that at all. And, um, uh, it's, it comes with a lot of hard work. We do what non-captive loan officers do every day. It's just happens to be within our office and in the relationship. That's what this, our business boils down to is the relationship we were talking about it, Rob, with the, the warehouse lenders. Same with realtors. You, if you have that relationship, you're going to get the business, whether it's captive or not captive. And um, and so so it's really important that our loan officers are working hard at those relationships every day. And um, uh, it's not easy, but but I wouldn't have it any other way. You know, uh, Melissa, along those lines, I know that Bay Equity, which was purchased by Redfin, it is a it is a constant monitoring of how much Redfin business does go to Bay Equity loan officers, and it's the vast majority of Redfin business goes elsewhere. And so you'd think, oh, it's such a such a, a layup for uh, Bay Equity to have been purchased by Redfin and they're going to get all of Redfin's business and it'll be coasting on easy street. But no, it's a, it's a constant battle. Loan officers have to prove, continually prove to the agents. It's almost like two different companies entirely that, uh, that they deserve the business there. I wanted to ask you so many, so many lenders have very strong accounting departments and CFOs, very knowledgeable financial step. How much input do you receive or the production staff receive from them in terms of, gee, this, 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 this bond program just isn't profitable or this down payment, you know, whatever it is, isn't working out. Does accounting ever join in or what kind of expertise do you look at from the accounting side of the equation? Um, quite a bit. Um, they they look at it from a non mortgage uh, standpoint. Sometimes they look at it from a practical standpoint. Um, you know, business is down X percent. Shouldn't our shouldn't our personnel be down X percent? So they look at it from a very practical standpoint. So same thing with our accounting, our, our CFO. Um, we have a really good relationship, and 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 I think it's important that it's a conversation that's had regularly because I I might miss something I might I might not see something that they're seeing um whether it's an expense or a product or or revenue from a from a certain program so I think it's important that the there's that communication 
and, and ask a lot of questions about um, getting that help because they're the expert in accounting. I'm, I'm certainly not, but um, I can give them the mortgage side of, of, of the argument on why we have to offer a state bond program that might have less margin than a, an FHA loan. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's very important. Now I, I understand that uh, you may I may see you in Michigan next week. Yep, uh, which would be cool. In terms of, and there'll be a lot of vendors, obviously, at the Michigan event. How do you bring a new vendor on board or change an existing vendor? What is there a standard process that you have, or somebody in the lunchroom says, "Oh, we need a new LOS," and away you go. How does that process work? A lot of vetting, you know, we're, we, we have, um, we have responsibilities to, to our regulators to, 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 to manage our vendors. So we do a lot of vetting up front. Um, we get testimonials. We ask friends in the, in the industry, what they're doing, or if they, they have experience with a certain vendor. Um, but bringing on a vendor is very important because of costs today. So we got to look at costs and make sure we're not duplicating or, 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 um, having an overlap in 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 a certain uh, area. Um, one one thing we um, we vet all the time. We did vet before we made a decision. Is our is our point of sale system, and and so you can make a very expensive mistake. I mean, we're vetting warehouse lenders right now, so so you can make a very expensive mistake if you don't vet properly. So it's, it's if a uh, if a vendor wanted to. Give you a sales pitch. What's the uh, besides going to the MMLA or Mortgage Collaborative event in Nashville? Fast approaching. It's already next month. You know what's the best way? What's the best way for a vendor to do that? Just get a hold of you and say, "Hey, I've got a uh, an LOS you should take a look at, or I've got a lead management system you should take a look at. Give me give me a half an hour of your time." Yeah, though, yeah, cold calls are 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 tough to break through with me. I, I want I want a warm lead. I want to be able to say, "Hey, I'm looking for this type of product or this," and be the one to to start the outreach. It's rare that a cold call or an email will will catch me at the right time to be able to uh, to look at them. So, so I think just um, meeting somebody at a conference, me being able to to be the one to go up to them and say, "Hey, we're looking at." An LOS, which if there's any LOS vendors on this call, we're not looking for one, so don't don't blow up my email. But um, so uh, so it's important that um, that we're the ones that I I, I want to be the one to approach a, a vendor. Yeah, well, every watch watch out now, Larry. Every time now now the next conference when you saddle up to the prawn prawn table, you know you'll be descended upon by you know. All the all the different vendors out there. Times are tough. I don't know if ever anyone will have a prawn table. Maybe well, cheese maybe and crack, sliders. You know, Ritz, maybe Ritz, sliders. Ritz and uh, Ritz and Costco cheese packs will, will <laughs> suffice. Uh, <laughs> uh, how are you guys uh, dealing with the? Yeah, uh, I know. I know. And, and none of these, you know, Melissa, I've blown through some suggested questions. I know this, but Larry, one, without Larry putting yourself too much out there, too much on the hook, um, 
Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, especially Freddie Mac, uh, you know, definitely in the industry's face with buybacks. Fannie Mae made five billion in the second quarter. Freddie Mac made two point nine billion in the second quarter. The agencies are doing just fine, but there's a lot of agency pushback in terms of um, in terms of buybacks. Frankly, and I'm not asking you for your statistics, but I would assume that at some point along your along your career path, you've been confronted with a repurchase possibility or or more than one repurchase possibilities. What are you hearing about that environment and what are you hearing lenders doing about it, if anything? So um, I have heard there's been a huge uptick. Um, we've been we've been very fortunate. Um, but um, the most recent one request buyback request that we had was with uh, a certain investor and we we really knew we were right and they kept denying our rebuttal and we we asked twice along the way to go directly to Fannie and and if we could bypass the investor and they 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 swore up and down that no no we're we're ha- going to handle that part we're going to handle that part and it kept being denied well finally we broke through and they agreed to let us go directly to Fannie and it took Fannie 2 days to prove that we were correct so I guess my my only suggestion to everybody is to try like crazy to go directly to Fannie or directly to Freddie and bypass the investor, uh, if at all possible. Um, if you're getting some pushback or 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 denied rebuttals um, on on your on your request on their on their requests to buy the loan back, because um, sometimes that that works. Sometimes that works. So so just keep keep pushing. If you know you're right, put together a, a great rebuttal. We have a great team here that uh, knows what they're right. doing uh, in that in that world. So um, so my only suggestion is to keep pushing back and try and get direct to Fannie or Freddie. Good answer. Very good answer. So Melissa, yes, sir. Larry, I, unfortunately, they have called boarding group sixteen. And so I need to go, but we should keep things in perspective. I'm going to swing the camera around here briefly while you guys continue your call Okay. and just say that, you know, fortunately no one on this call is working in the Orlando airport on a tarmac when it's, you know, 90 degrees and 90% humidity. We're all in air conditioned offices, but I do, I I do have to jump. Okay. Thank you for so joining. Larry, us. thank you. Larry, I hope to see you next week. Right. Hope to see you next week, Rob. Obviously. All right. All right. Larry, before before we go, um, one last question for you. Obviously, this week there's been a lot of kind of rumbling around uh, you know, kind of a change in strategy, so to speak, for Rocket. You you talked earlier today about trying to, you know, make sure that your your family all stays together. Um, what do you think about this? Is this is this going to change anything for you or your strategy, or or do you see it being, uh, um, you know, it making an impact at all? Well, you know, one of the things that we we talked about a little bit today was relationships and 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 um, relationship. It's we're in a relationship business, relationships with our realtors, our referral partners, and is is great of success that Rocket has been over the years. The one piece that they've been missing is that relationship with, with realtors. They've they've survived on very low rates and refinances. 
in trying to, to reach out to um, loan officers in a given market makes sense, um, but but their success is really going to depend on the execution of the transactions and what what realtors and loan officers feel about Rocket in that given market. Um, you know, Rocket's twenty minutes down the road from from where I am, and um, they don't have a, a retail presence at all here. Um, so it, it's it really depends on how they execute that. It, again, it makes sense what they're doing, but our business is all about relationships. And if you don't have that relationship with a realtor, which we take a lot of pride in, um, it means nothing. Yeah, it, it's really interesting to me because you know they have their TPO division too, right? You've so now they're kind of going to be competing against. Yeah each other a little bit in, and each of the markets that they're looking at. So it's, it's, that part is very interesting. I think about like pricing and, um, you know, all of those sort of things of, of the just complexities that are going to come their way as they, as they try to pull this off. So they're, they're, they're trying, you know, I, we'll see what happens, but, um, they'll, they'll have a, they'll have a struggle. Uh, they'll have a, they'll have a challenge for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Well, um, I wanted to say thank you so much for joining us today. Um, I really appreciate all of your insights. You've shared some fantastic nuggets for all of us. Um, Before we go, do you have like huge plans for the weekend? (laughs) Um, Probably. I'll have to check with my wife. (laughs) But um, but uh, but no, I, I I. I don't have a birthday to celebrate like you do tonight, but um, I'm sure we'll do something. I'm sure we'll do something. All right. Um, well, but, um, but thank you for having me. Um, you guys are, are a wonderful group and, and happy to be a part of it. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us. I really appreciate it. Um, thanks, everybody, for being a part of our Friday. I know everybody's busy and appreciate you spending your, your half an hour with us. Look forward to uh, seeing everybody next week. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks. See you later.
For more information about how you can get involved with TMC Connect and witness the power of the network firsthand, please visit us at mortgagecollaborative.com.